Welcome to Conversations from the Edge with Service Logic, your educational podcast where we discuss the ins and outs of the HVAC and mechanical service industry. Find out how we can help you increase efficiency and how we deliver excellent service in the real world. Hello and welcome to Conversations from the Edge, a podcast brought to you by ServiceLogic. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Moody, and today we are talking about some exciting news with Volta Insight, how Volta Insight is going to be used in connection with ServiceLogic. So really excited to bring this conversation to you and excited as well to bring our guest to talk to you about it. Dennis Carusis is the CEO of Volta Insight, and of course, Greg Crumpton is the VP of ServiceLogic. Thank you both for being with me here today. Glad to be here. Looking forward to a good conversation with Dennis. Um, you know, Michelle, we we keep finding really cool technology out there that we want to expose people to. And when we, we see products that seem to make sense, uh, rather than going through a bunch of folders and watching video and what have you, uh, it seems to be really effective where we bring on the founder of the technology, let them explain what and why. And then we can kind of all draw our own conclusions. So looking forward to this one. It's going to be a good one. Thank you, Michelle. Yes, I am Dennis Carusis, and you pronounced it very well. <laughs> well, thank you, Dennis. And I appreciate that because not the easiest name, beautiful name, but uh, I'm glad I was able to get it right on the first try. So before we dive into this conversation, Dennis, can I have you give a brief bio so people can learn a little bit more about you before we really kind of get into the conversation? Yeah, sure thing. So um, I have a background in electrical engineering. I studied undergrad mostly in power. I did a master's in power electronics, uh, worked for a couple of years in the semiconductor industry, and then went off and did a PhD in CAD tools. Volta Insight was actually born out of a consulting thing that I was doing at a time where a lot of motors were blowing up and I just didn't couldn't find the tools to diagnose uh, particular situations. Um, and there was a lot of setup associated. So we thought as a team, uh, maybe we can build something to address some of these issues. So that's the quick summary. Perfect. So we are here to talk about Volta Insight and to see how this is going to be working with Service Logic. So let's start off with a little background on Volta Insight. What is it and how does it work? So it's a cloud-based monitoring solution for critical electrical assets. Um, we have a piece of hardware that has to get deployed on the asset, so you're measuring voltage and current. And then that information is broadcast up into the cloud, and we run an analytics platform as well as Insight AI, as we call it, automated intelligence, uh, to be able to predict failures before they become catastrophic and get addressed effectively with something like a low cost or a low amount of downtime. That's the idea, to reduce the amount of downtime um, and reduce costs effectively to the operator. Dennis, I think you had me at motors blowing up. And <laughs> as, um, as as an HVAC service maintenance repair company, you know, motors are at the heart of what we service. And uh, it, it's really interesting to think about how we could not only protect motors, but save the customer to the outage is kind of, you know, the conversations you and I had talked about of how insight could be beneficial to our companies that choose to use it. So really, uh, really germane to what, what we think about a lot. 
Absolutely. And we love motors. I love motors. I love rotating equipment, um, especially with magnetic fields internally. Um, the inside solution is not something that's breakthrough. Um, it's a combination of components that have been in existence for a while. So we use transient power quality measurements as well as electrical signature analysis um, to predict future failures. So we, we can go through some of this stuff, but um, it's well-researched and developed methodologies that we've come to put together and effectively be able to also see the results of what we gather um, because we help our customers. It's not just a tool set that we sell and we deploy and say, good luck, um, here you go. Uh, we have an engineering backend team that looks at the data, interprets the data, works with the facility or the operator to understand what the data means, and then we can address specific issues. So um, it's it's been six years in development, but uh, I think we've, we've gotten to a point where it's really valuable to, to the end customer. So Dennis, you really kind of just scratched the surface talking about value that this brings. So can you tell us, you know, what are some of the benefits that are really going to be noticeable when you know, Service Logic or anybody else really is using Volta Insight? So there's a number of technical things that we can cover. Um, on one hand, because we do continuous monitoring of the voltage and current, uh, we're able to capture any type of transient. So we sample at a 20 kilohertz uh, frequency. Uh, so we do complete waveform capture of everything that's going on within the equipment uh, from the power supply side as well as on the load side. What that means is we get a whole bunch of diagnostics um, on a continuous time frame to understand exactly what is happening at any moment in time. So we understand process variations and then we understand power source, how good your power source is, and if there's any control issues associated with the power source, i.e. if you're on a VFD, for example. Um, and then on the load side, how well that motor is actually operating. So are we having any overload conditions? Are we having any variations in the output of that load, i.e. mechanical uh, bearing failures, even on the load and within the motor itself? as well as any imbalance. If you have a fan and the, the fan blades start to become imbalanced, we actually get to see all of that. And the beauty of the continuous monitoring is that you can create a baseline to see how the equipment's operating and you can trend that baseline over time. So as that vibration starts to increase, the fan imbalance, for example, you can see how bad it's getting and when you need to actually service it. So you can prevent a lot of issues from the power source side as well as on the load side as well. And Dennis, you know, thinking about the motors that, that we as service logic see uh, that, I mean, there, there's a threshold of what, what horsepower motor makes sense to do this on and what it doesn't. You know, a three-quarter horsepower condenser fan motor certainly doesn't qualify as a... An, a good candidate in my mind, you know, you, you could Correct. convince me otherwise it may be, but our larger motors are on centrifugal chillers, uh, screwed chillers, big cooling tower fan motors, big pump motors, expensive items that create downtime. So 
I'll, you know, my biggest worry is the load side. Uh, you know, utility coming into a building, we can't do a whole lot about other than notified utility we have an issue. But really looking at that load side it is, you know, of high value to me because some of our maintenance agreements include us, you know, insuring the motor. So if we could have a, a tool that uh, proactively tells us, hey, you know, you've got some issues going on, we can shut that system down for an inspection uh, way before we have a failure. So that, that to me, was really appealing of, of how this could be beneficial. Absolutely. And just to add to that, sometimes you may have issues with the motor, and it's not necessarily the motor or the load. It could be power quality issues, um, something intermittent happening on a conductor, starter, or even VFD. Um, you know, your control signal kicks in and kicks the thing out. What is happening? We enable through our continuous monitoring, we can capture all of that and are able to diagnose. And then the next side of that is, like you said, being able to trend off a baseline. Um, if we see anomalies starting to occur, we can alert and say, hey, we're seeing something different today than we did two weeks ago. Maybe it's time for at least a visual inspection or somebody to get out there and, and get their eyes on it. So... Yeah, I think some of our questions that we're going to have at an operational level at our companies that would be deploying this would be, how, did, how does this tool interface with our existing building automation system? Does it ride alongside? You know, those questions of, of um, integration into existing equipment. How does, how does that work? Yeah, that's fair. And for now, mostly it's a standalone solution. Um, we have a major uh, industrial customer that has re requested us to also integrate with something like Asset 360, for example. Um, we've done APIs for them specifically. Um, so we're very comfortable in integrating with anything that, you know, any software that you give us ultimately. Um, okay. That's not a problem. Um, our cloud based solution sits on Amazon, on AWS. So if you do have something running on Amazon, it's a lot easier for us to uh, integrate because we can dump data directly into buckets, right? So, um, but we're very good at providing APIs for any third-party software. So, you know, you talk about the operational aspect of, of what it can do, the problems that it can let people be alerted to before it gets too bad to be able to fix them accordingly. But let's talk about the bottom line for a minute because... This is business. We're we're here, of course, to to make money in our companies. So, how does that equate to saving the company money? Yes. So that's a great question, and I don't think it's easy to calculate on ROI specifically. It's a case by case basis. Um, if you have an HVAC system or a ventilation fan, let's call it, in a hospital. That's a critical piece of equipment. If that piece of equipment goes down, perhaps you need to shut down an entire floor. I don't know what the cost is associated with that. If it's a research lab, it might be hundreds of thousands of dollars a day. I'm not sure. But if we can prevent that one day of downtime or a um, few hours of downtime, that's your savings. And what we have found with some of our customers is that 
we can hand wave to a, an ROI within a few months, quite honestly, because we identify one problem, that problem gets resolved. Um, you know, we just saved possibly three hours of downtime. Down In some cases, we saved uh, potentially a fire from happening. Um, that's actually a true story in a hospital. Um, and, you know, in the industrial sector, um, where you have production losses in a 24 seven capacity, um, you know, if you have two hours of downtime and it's a hundred thousand dollars an hour, you're never getting that back. Um, so it's not just the value of downtime. It's also, if you're running continuously, you can't make that time back ever, quite honestly. So that's kind of how we calculate it and kind of how we approach customers to think about your critical assets and what that costs you. Um, our cost at the end of the day is trivial compared to those downtime costs. You know, I was thinking about this this morning, Dennis, before we uh, started recording, I was looking at some notes from our last conversation. And to me, uh, it seems... Uh, you know we're at, at we're at risk financially, especially on a new installation when we're under warranty, um, because we have to you know essentially guarantee the performance of the equipment uh, for one year or five years, depending on what what the manufacturer offers in their warranty. However, that doesn't cover a lot of the cost associated with a motor failure. It covers the motor uh, that we could get from the OEM. But it doesn't prevent us from having the exposure of reputational exposure of your system doesn't work, uh, the labor and all the, you know, the minutia that goes into serving a warranty claim. Um, to me, this may be a way to mitigate that cost as well is to have this little additional piece of insurance uh, that we can bolt onto the equipment when it's new uh, to carry us through that warranty period and then possibly move it over to the end user uh, as the warranty uh, date approaches. Just one way I was thinking about it this morning. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's a little more to that, right? So when whenever you deploy new equipment, um, you're not certain as to how that equipment is necessarily functioning. You think that you're getting a brand new piece of equipment. There might be defects in that equipment itself, right? So you have a big motor spinning. There might be broken rotor bars or voids within the rotor bars just from a bad manufacturing process. Being able to baseline that straight from the get-go when you first release that is invaluable in my opinion. Um, so understanding how your equipment is running from day one gives you a that data um, becomes very valuable as you go on to potentially have a warranty claim in the future, right? Um, we have seen rebuilt motors that come back um, and sure, they slap new windings on the motors, for example, maybe new bearings, but the rotor bars were cracked and we can see that in our electrical signature analysis. So you can claim warranty. So, Greg, you talked about the integration process and you asked Dennis about that. Dennis, I'd like to ask, kind of uh, connected to that, how easy is it to bring employees up to speed with using Volta Insight? 
Great question. So that, that's relatively easy because our UI is um, self-explanatory for the most part. And the beauty of it is we don't actually expect our customers to necessarily go in and start looking through it. Um, the alerts are automated. Um, and we have our own engineering team that kind of looks at some of these alerts um, and can work with the facility guys to address any issues. So the more users we have, the better on the system, but it's not, um, it's not something that we expect the user to actually go in and start analyzing problems. Just one more question on the, on the integration piece. You don't shut the machine down on an alert. You notify the end user or the contractor or whomever you're, you're working for. You don't actually interrupt and shut the machine down. But do you have that capability if you're interacting with the building automation system? So, yes, this is something that we're looking into with our biggest customer. Um, so one of those critical events is a single phasing, for example, right. your motor. Um, that's one situation where you definitely don't want your motor to continue running uh, because you'll get catastrophic failure within seconds. So... Um, we do have that option to create a control signal or an API to integrate with a PLC. Um, but we try to stay away from that. We don't want to interrupt operations. You know, I just, I've learned from you over the years how, how quickly that your capability uh, to look upstream of incoming power anomalies can save the motor before catastrophe strikes. And in particular, you know, I learned this through the atom power process of looking at, looking ahead of the load and say, okay, here's what's coming down the old turnpike. What do we need to do prior to that anomaly arriving at the motor? And, you know, having the ability to, to react so rapidly uh, versus traditional safety uh, versus traditional circuit breakers and what have you, it just lends itself to me. If we're running a thousand ton centrifugal chiller and we set up an anomaly, you know, are the OEM controls sophisticated enough to protect that motor versus you having the insight, quote unquote, to see it coming? That, that's my problem, how, how we can better protect ourselves from ourselves. And, and part of that is let's, let's go back to the single phasing event, right? Because that's probably the most catastrophic thing you can do to a motor, uh, without knowing that you're doing it. So, um, you have a piece of equipment, it's spinning the, uh, what is it? Single phasing relay or some over, uh, over protection relay kicks in. Um, you know, the operator may go back, reset everything and try again, right? If you're not on a VFD and you're starting off the line, for example, um, it's a massive problem because you don't know what that inrush current is going to look like. Um, and you might be thinking, oh, the motor's a little stuck. It might have something on the output. Um, you know, we're just going to keep hammering away on it until it clears. So having that data, A, of how many starts you're doing, for example, under this um, single phasing, 
And knowing that you're actually single phasing is invaluable because it can stop you from continuing to do that, right? So, you know, that that insight, pun intended, um, gives a lot of value to be able to protect your equipment. Um, one of those examples, again, on the single phasing, uh, we saw this live. There was a starter that was starting to go, so it was starting to fail on one of the contacts. We could see the intermittent voltage variations as it was giving power to the to the motor over a two-week period, and it was starting to get worse over time. So we were able to record, and the single phasing of events may have happened for one or two cycles, and then it goes away. So now we're able to predict, based on that, that, look, this contactor is single phasing, you can prevent a catastrophic failure from happening if you just go change the contacts instead of waiting for the single phasing event to also take out your motor and your starter at the same time. So it's a $200 solution versus a $20,000 solution, right? And that's just what the cost. And, and to me, that that's real money, but the outage of the duration, the duration of the outage, because if you're going to replace contacts... You're talking about a scheduled shutdown, you know, Saturday at midnight, we're going to shut down for six hours and here's our repair window versus we've got a building full of people, we've got a plant full of product, what have you, and all of a sudden you're down catastrophically, your machine's down for weeks. That that's that to me is the, the, the eliminating of the potential of the outages is huge. So, well... You know, I think we've learned a lot. I've learned a lot um, of how that Volta Insight could could help, you know, mitigate several things for us, financial burden, customer outage burden. Um, How could we learn more about this, Dennis? And I know during this this talk, we've been showing some of the detail around, uh, you know, what the the infrastructure looks like uh, with the drawings and everything that you've had up on the screen for us. How could we get more information? What does that look like? You schedule calls with people that are interested. How, how do we go from here? Yeah, so the website, there's not too much information on it at the moment, but it's volta.insight.com. That's also the customer portal for accessing all the um, equipment. So that's where you would go to look at um, how your equipment is operating, uh, is volta.insight.com. And I am happy to take any calls and answer any questions that any, anyone you know, interested in this um, may have. So uh, we can set up a 20-minute uh, discussion, and I can take them through the presentation. Happy to do that. Awesome. awesome. And Greg and I know firsthand that uh, Dennis has quite a few phones working. of <laughs> All the people trying to get in contact with him as we... We uh, learned right before we went into recording. You're very, very busy on the phone, Dennis. So Dennis Caruso, CEO of Volta Inside, and of course, Greg Crumpton, VP of ServiceLogic. Want to thank both of you for your time, Dennis. Really exciting to hear not only what Volta Inside is doing, but then, you know, Greg, I'm sure you would agree what it potentially can do now for ServiceLogic. So I want to thank both of you for your time. A great conversation. Hopefully a lot more questions and uh, answers to come because a really exciting product here. Thank you so much. Dennis. Thanks for joining us, Dennis. It's uh, always fun to learn, uh, especially learn about things that can have such a big impact for the customer. So thanks a lot. Thank you, Greg. I hope you both have a great weekend. You too. Take care. Bye.
Thank you, Craig and Dennis, and thank you all for tuning and listening to this episode, a special episode of Conversations from the Edge, of course, brought to you by Service Logic, talking about the Volta Insights, some exciting things happening there. And be sure to make sure to not miss any of the episodes of Conversations from the Edge because it's always an engaging conversation. Greg, uh, you picked some great guests and another one here as well. So uh, thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Michelle Don Mooney, and we hope to see you soon. Mm-hmm.